You're listening to KHOL. I'm Emily Cohen with a roundup of this week's headlines. Tune in weekdays at the top of the hour to stay up to date on the latest local and regional news. Wyoming Governor Mark Gordon announced Wednesday that he's creating a plan to combat, quote, federal overreach from the Biden administration. Biden proposed vaccine mandates last week for any employer with over 100 workers. And several Cowboy State officials have said they'll fight back using lawsuits, legislative sessions, or any other means. It's not clear exactly what Wyoming can realistically do about the Biden announcement just yet. And more details are likely to surface as the requirement inches closer to becoming actual federal law. But it's clear that Gordon remains wholeheartedly opposed to any mandates, even as COVID cases, hospitalizations, and deaths remain at peak levels not seen since the end of last year. The Teton County Board of Commissioners and Jacksontown Council both approved changes to the local housing department's rules and regulations at a joint information meeting Monday. This includes allowing Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA, program recipients to apply for affordable lodging. Public comments in support of this particular change poured into elected's emails this week, and Director of the St. John's Episcopal Church in town, Jimmy Bartz, gave impassioned public comment on the matter during Monday's meeting. We all have some sense, those of us who live here in the Valley full-time, that this is a constituency of people who make enormous contribution um, to our community. Um, and I believe that it is the right thing to do for us to extend, for us to extend access to um, this group of people. This is an opportunity for us um, as leadership in this town to create some equity where equity has not been extended um, prior to. Other changes, which all now go into effect because they've been read and voted on three times, include shifts in how the Affordable Housing Department handles those applying for lodging with disabilities, as well as how it restricts dorm units. A new program from Lower Valley Energy and Yellowstone Teton Clean Cities allows people to test electric vehicles right here in Jackson Hole. According to Alicia Cox at Yellowstone Teton Clean Cities, an organization that promotes alternative energy use, many dealerships in rural areas like Teton County don't have electric vehicles to test drive an important step in buying a car or truck. This new program, which runs for the next three years, lets people get a taste. So we're hoping by offering this program where you can borrow it for one to three days, folks can take it in their daily lives. They can drop the kids off at school, go to the office, go to the grocery store, do some errands downtown and figure out where to plug in in the public, how to plug in at home, and then understand their daily driving needs and if the range of this vehicle is enough for them. 29% of all greenhouse gas emissions in the U.S. come from transportation, according to Cox, including 65% of emissions in Teton County. And electric vehicles, if they're the right fit, can be a cheaper, cleaner alternative to gas. What's your housing situation like? How much do you pay in rent? Where in Jackson Hole do you lay your head? And where do you want to be? The Jackson-Teton County Affordable Housing Department wants to know, according to Department Director April Norton. This is information that is super relevant in the time of COVID, and I think we can all sort of look around the community and, and we can tell that things have changed. Um, I think we are relying on anecdotes and some data. This, this really gives us that hard data that we need um, as, as we're moving forward and looking at solutions for the housing crisis. The Teton Regional Housing Needs Assessment is open until October 8th and takes about 15 minutes to complete, and it's available for all residents of Teton County and Northern Lincoln County, Wyoming, as well as Teton County, Idaho. Data from participants will be compiled and presented to elected officials next year and used to create a resourcing and action plan. 
Norton says it's been several years since the area has done any sort of survey like this. As we're thinking about finite resources for housing development um, and infrastructure, we have to think about what is our, our highest need. And so having that data to really drive those decisions, um, I think, is important, again, in the near term and the long term as a community. The assessment is available in English and Spanish and is separated into an employee webpage and an employer webpage. Norton says her goal is to get 2,000 participants, and she's already at 1,600 and counting. More information can be found at jhaffordablehousing.org. This has been the weekly news roundup from the KHOL news team, Will Walkie and Kyle Mackey. I'm Emily Cohen for listener-supported KHOL Jackson.